Hi, I'm Alvian Lyons. And I'm Doug Weiss. And welcome to Love Life. So Doug, this whole notion of love and relationships, and it takes on various forms. We could be talking about it, whether it's friendship or whether it's romantic relationship. But, you know, thinking about what really informs us about what love is supposed to look like, what it's supposed to feel like, what is connection supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about something because I work with women all the time and uh, I realize that there are stories we tell ourselves uh, as a byproduct of some of the experiences that we've had. And sometimes we won't let go of that story. And if we don't let go of it, it does something to us as we are trying to have adult relationship with unfinished stories from our teen years or our early childhood years. And it made me think about uh, one of the first experiences, one of the first crushes Mm, I had as a young girl. Uh And I'll say his first name because there's so many of those out in the world, but I just had the biggest crush on this kid who was named Danny. And Danny was just adorable with his blonde hair and his blue eyes. And where I grew up, you know, that was sort of the epitome of what adorable was. And I just thought he was just a little piece of everything. Uh You know, just I wanted his attention so bad. And I would, you know, find myself, you know, trading my snacks because I wanted... Because if he said today I could be his girlfriend, then I'll give up my snacks. And, you know, then he's hanging out with somebody else. If only I had known it was that easy. You know, know. (laughs) I mean, the things we women will give away for some snacks, it's crazy. So I just, and it made me think about the fact that we're always in this sort of exchange, this willingness to give up something, to sacrifice something for someone that we want. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we don't recognize that we're giving more than we're getting back. Right. And sometimes we don't see ourselves in in terms of the kind of value that we should intrinsically have, how we feel about ourselves and how that should inform the way that we do relationships with other people. You know, it strikes me though that that we don't really have a, a very good sense about how to form an opinion about relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, back when I was, I'm, in graduate school, I had a professor who said that parenthood was the last of the unskilled occupations. <laughs> and and <clears throat> there's some truth to that. But I think that's also true about relationships, that we have no clear understanding of what the model is for right, what no makes manual, a great relationship. Nothing, right. yeah, it didn't come with a book. Right. 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 And I, I'm very fond of saying that, you know, uh, uh, I have a crystal ball, but it came without instructions. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we don't have any instructions for relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't understand quite how to to uh, to go about this. So, what? Do, so, where do we get those ideas? You know, do we look at our our parents and and their relationship? Is that our model? Mm-hmm. Do we look at our grandparents? Do they? Do do we find some some group of people that we've met? Uh, you know, in life, and we see that special thing between them and Mm -hmm. say, aha, that's how I want it to be. So where did yours come from, Dad? You know, I, I, I think that it, it did come from a particular couple that I met in the course of my life Mm -hmm. who were so devoted to one another, who really, you know, there was a sense of, I don't want to say reciprocity because that sounds like it's a transactional thing. Right. But there was an unconscious awareness that each had for the other mm. of um, how to to fit against them, mm. how to delight 
in what they delighted in. A, a sense of, I mean, I think this is what people mean when they talk about wanting unconditional love. Right, from a partner. Right. Mm-hmm. Love without conditions suggests a lot of different things, but, but to my way of thinking and, and my experience, that unconditionality is really about I want to be accepted for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to change myself into someone else in order to be loved. Because what you're speaking to is worthiness. Right. That as I am already, I am worthy of love that I don't, that I'm already enough. And so many times we are ill-informed about the quality of who we are already. And it's not about perfection or imperfection. We're all imperfect. Mm. But do we see ourselves as worthy of healthy and good love? Uh, You know, I met a young woman the other day. She was actually cutting my hair. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much of it. If you're out there. Uh, (laughs) And and we were talking about relationships. Mm. I seem to do this a lot. And Shocking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and she said, uh, "I'm I'm still looking for that that special person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still looking, and I haven't and I haven't found him. And I just think this is a time in my life where God is preparing me. Hmm. And when He's ready, I'm going to find that person. Mm. And I, I first I, I I said to her, "Well, I think you're right, and I think that will happen." And I love the idea that you are preparing yourself. You're not, you're not looking at this as a fallow period in your life. You're not looking at this as the kind of arid desert in your life, uh, lacking relationship. You're looking at this as he's out there. Right. And I'm waiting. Right. And he's coming. But and I'm I, waiting actively. Yes. I'm not waiting passively, mm-hmm. you know, that gosh, at some point he'll fall into my life and everything will come together. Mm -hmm. But rather that I recognize that in that you use the word reciprocity, but in Mm -hmm. a, in a full way of looking at reciprocity that I'm preparing myself to be a gift to someone else. And my hope is that that person also is preparing themselves to be a gift to me so that there is that intrinsic flow that goes back and forth between us that we are both giving and receiving inside of this relationship, not selfishly, not with our own particular agendas, but rather that there just is a, a natural exchange in this process. And I want, I want to be a quality partner which means that I that I have to go through the preparation period to be able to be that. So that active preparation is a beautiful thing in in relationship because we have to understand that uh, relationships are very much an exchange now, in many ways. Well, that you talked about worthiness earlier, and and I was thinking about that in a kind of <clears throat> mildly humorous uh, fashion, which I sometimes do, and uh, I was thinking back to one of the dates that I went on early in my internet dating uh, life. I tell this story in the book about going out with a, a very lovely woman. Um, and I think we were on our second date and she, uh, we were sitting in a little outdoor cafe and, and, and chatting. And, um, and she suddenly looked at me and she said, you know, um, I think you should trim your mustache. And I it was a very odd thing. I mean, I, I was sort of a little taken aback. Love and I thought, <clears throat> really? And I looked at her and I said, so if I looked at you and said, I think you should become a redhead, <laughs> would that bother you? And she said, oh, it's not the same thing at all. 
And I said, oh, but it is. I mean, I like the way I look. Right. And, and I, in fact, I just trimmed my mustache. Before I came to see you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, I'm not sure why you want to change me. Don't you like me the way I am? Mm. And I think that's what, you, in a way, what you're talking about, about worthiness. It's loving yourself enough to say, I like who I am. I like the way I look. Look, I can take input. I can take criticism. That doesn't bother me. Right. But, but um, Am I not enough already, though? Yeah. Now, if I'd been patient, if I'd been a, a better person than I am, I'm sorry to say, <laughs> I, I think um, I, I probably would have waited a beat and sort of sussed that question out a little bit differently and maybe asked why. <laughs> it turned out um, that she said, I wanted to kiss you and I was afraid that your mustache was going to be ticklish. But I didn't wait, you know? <laughs> I kind of reacted and maybe a little bit bristly, faults mm -hmm. on me, mm -hmm. because I, I, I was so taken aback, by really, it. by that, mm -hmm. because it felt like a, a criticism right. of me. We've just met and you already want to change me. Right. And right. I thought, well, if, 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 you know, this is the beginning of what's going to be right. a what long... What can I look forward to? Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and I think that, that you know, that... That suggests to us something about um, our, our models, mm -hmm. and and also there can be negative models. Mm -hmm. And when you see couples that are just, I mean, this saddens me so much. But when you see couples that that are sniping at each other all the time and kind of lying in wait, and there's a pounce, you know, you mm -hmm. know the snarky line is coming. Or right. You know that right. there's. There's some little criticism that's going to be leveled at some point. Coming right around the corner. Yeah, and, and they start to become like two cacti <laughs> around it's each prickly. other. Yes. It is. It's a very, and it's uncomfortable to be around that. Oh, absolutely. And, and you wonder, how did that come about? Right. Where did they, where did they see what love was supposed to be? And do we ever get to a point? Uh, where we start to recognize what healthy love looks like mm -hmm. versus what unhealthy love is. We have to we have to find a place for ourselves because ultimately at the end of the day, we're going to have to develop that for us personally, you right. know, that it, it's, it's not just what you see, but what are you going to apply? Mm -hmm. You know, we've got to look at relationships almost like a buffet, you know, everything that's on the buffet doesn't need to be on your plate, but you can see it all. And what are you going to take out of the things that you're seeing? What are you going to use from the models that you've seen and sort of inculcate into who you're going to be and what love is going to look like for you? But starting first at a place of worthiness, knowing that you are worth good and healthy yeah. love. So for me, I, you know, I kind of take my prescription from the words and love your neighbors as, as yourselves. Yourself. So I think about this in the context of, of how do I want to be treated? Right. How do I want to be loved? Mm -hmm. That's the way I want to love someone else. Mm -hmm. That's the way. I want them to receive everything from me that I would want. And if I treat them that way, if I treat this person with that kind of gentleness, with that kind of care, with that kind of attention, then how can love not flourish? What a beautiful way to say that. Let me add something to that. In that fundamentally what you're saying is that I will fall in love with me first. Yes. So I've got it because we teach people how to treat us. So I'm going to love me so that I know how to love you. 
But what I want from you is to be loved fully as well mm-hmm. so that there, there's a mutuality in that. But what I want to do for you is I want to love you the way you need to be loved, which may be different than the way I need to be loved. But what we equally need is someone to be able to love us the way we need to mutually be loved. Ah, and which brings me to my, to my refrain, mm-hmm. which is this. When we talk about this notion of unconditional love, mm-hmm. we have a model. Yes. And it's God. It's, that's absolutely that's how, true. That's how he loves us. He, he, he expects very little of us, mm-hmm. in fact. He's standing there like a, the words from the Bible are, like a bridegroom, right. you know, ready to shower all of these gifts in our lives, ready to bless us in all of these ways and, 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 and give us his grace, mm-hmm. unasked for, unearned, mm-hmm. undeserving, because he already sees us as worthy. Right. He starts out from, you are my child. You are worthy. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and the beauty of that, of being loved like that, mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's just amazing. So if you as a human being can learn how to love like that, to love another person like that, mm-hmm. then you're loving them the way God loves us. Absolutely. Yeah. That's just such a, a powerful um, uh, prescription in my life. And I would say that also recognize that in your worthiness, when there's not, when you're not in a relationship with someone who values you, your gift to yourself is to be able to let go of something that is less than what you are worthy of. Right. So loving yourself is about saying yes, and it's also about saying no sometimes. So if you have a story, Mm -hmm. if you have a story about your first date or a loving life or a story about your model, your role model for love. Share it with us at Doug at uh, lovelife.digital or Alvian at lovelife.digital. We and want we'll to see hear you. your story. Yeah, we'll see you next week.